welcome to the sip for a bit podcast i'm so glad you're here and today i would like to talk about finding friends as a newly young adult i am 20 years old so you know i i don't have the most experience with it but the last six months of my life have been life-changing and i feel like i have so much knowledge that i want to share and get off my chest with those who may struggle with the same problems or are even well on in life and don't have these problems but would just like to hear something from a christian perspective so thank you so much for tuning in and let's get right into it so i want to explain ali peterson's four friendship realms to give a better understanding of these things that i'm going to mention to start off with the first realm we have your core these are your ride or dies you love them with unconditional love and commitment jesus had three Peter, James, John, they literally saw more of him than anyone else did and got all the inside scoop on his life and his identity. You are intimately familiar with one another's strengths and flaws. You show up and go all out for these people. She says your spouse counts as one if you're married. Next, we have your circle, your people, your shoulder to shoulder daily close relationships. You must be moving in similar directions and cross paths on a daily or weekly basis. You love them by sharing and inviting them close on a regular basis they should be able to celebrate and challenge you jesus had 12 three core and nine more again she says she wouldn't think you're going to be better at this than him so keep it under 10 and maybe start with only a couple next you have your community your intentional network of connections that you carry throughout your life you love this realm by showing favor and preference whenever you are near them they form a strength and stability in your life some might be closer while others have moved further away due to time or distance these are purposeful but not necessarily regular you still share a sense of familiar and general life direction connection last but not least you have your crowd this is everyone else you might like them you might just pass them in the hallway every day you love by watching to see if if when or what god is doing in this realm and join him he often starts interesting new things or blesses you or others with people in your crowd this is not proactive investment it is reactive if you see god move you move in this realm so now that i've kind of explained the four realms of friendships i kind of wanted to dive into what i think what i know i'm lacking in my life i am very much so lacking my core um you know my peter james and john if you will um i really i really i started noticing this about i don't know maybe two years ago or right out of the pandemic i'm like wow i've graduated high school and i really don't hang out with anybody of my cousins who are my circle and who i see on a weekly basis i I mean, I have friends that live across the state, but I have nobody that is here with me that I really feel like are what she says or calls a ride or die. So last Sunday, my preacher has, he expressed the need of having these like-minded, in a religious sense, Christian friends as such a huge tool in your toolkit for being a disciple. I think it's so important because you can only talk to your family members and non-believer friends to a certain extent to help you grow. But what I've noticed is that I'm lacking a core group of friends. I've got my circle, which I've said is my cousins. We're very close-knit. I've got my community, my old high school friends, my church family, and now I've got the crowd. But when you don't have these ride-or-die friends, you start to notice how important they are for so many areas in your life. Um, I love my non-believer friends, but you can only go so far as what your beliefs you both share and your fundamental beliefs are 
you know, what they laid the foundation to be for everything you do. John fifteen twelve says, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. No one else has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I go back. So like when I, when I have a problem or if I have something that's lacking, my first instinct is to pray and go read the Bible. Um, the Bible we know is to be the, object, uh, excuse me, the objective truth. So I go and I read my Bible. I look up where this area in life is, can be, um, dwelled upon and just seek knowledge to better myself and to better the situation that I'm in. So I read my Bible, I read John, um, and I try to, I try to really grasp what God says is to be the issue or to be the, the answer to the issue. Um, I believe it is so important to have people to lean on and that you can support and be supported by in the journey through discipleship. Um, fellowship is a huge area in my life that I really want to improve. I think that having people around you that have different perspectives in life and interpretations of what they learn from the Bible gives you this appreciation for God's creation. I'll read my Bible and my mom will read her Bible and we'll come together at the end and discuss what we took from what we learned and, or what we read and explain what we've learned to each other. And they might be completely opposite or they might be, you know, word for word the same. It's just, it's beautiful that two different minds can perceive something so differently, but it still be the same thing, you know? When you find friends who hold themselves to God's standard, they make you more likely to help you hold yourself to God's standards as well. Um, there's this accountability that we all need in life because the spiritual battle is not easy. Um, we as humans are very easily persuaded by the evils of this world and having someone there to keep you on track can help others grow and help yourself grow in Christianity and do better for yourself and for others. You probably notice when you have friends who share, let's say, political opinions and values, you see that conversations and understandings can mold your mind and what you disagree with. First um, Corinthians fifteen thirty three: do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. The people you surround yourself with, without a doubt, have a huge impact on your outlook in life. I've hung around a crowd of non-believers and I started to stray away from my religion. And that's not to say that those people weren't good people at all. But in order to be my true self, I had to surround myself with people I can be 100% myself with and not feel judged. I mean, we worldwide see this friendship crisis that we are in right now. Um, I read a few studies and articles that I found very interesting that I thought would relate to this this whole topic. Um, you know, we've seen a crazy decline in friendships since 2020. Um, WBUR.com says the percentage of people who say that they do not have a single close friend has quadrupled in the past 30 years, according to the Survey Center on American Life. Nearly half of those surveyed said that they have lost touch with friends over the past year, while one in 10 reported having lost touch with most of their friends. There are so many studies showing the relationship crisis that is happening worldwide right now, and it is so detrimental to our being and our community and our society as a whole. Um, so I've listed some ways that I'm implementing into my life to find a community of believers that I think would help people my age, starting off with the most important aspect, in my opinion, is praying. 
you know, prayer gets us so far with our relationship with Christ. James 5.16, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. I always pray for God to give me an open heart and the confidence to take up opportunities that lead me on this path of friendship that I so bad lack and want. I pray that he gives me guidance on how to discern accepting the right people into my life because I think we we pray for God to give us these things, but give us these things and then just like a blanket statement of, you know, give me these friends. But we need to really pray for the next step after that. What happens when we get when we get people in our life? We maybe we don't know if that's from God or from the devil or from I don't know, from the world or something like that. We need to pray that we have this discernment to to you know, navigate what to do with that person or people in our past and how to go about that. So I always pray for that. Um, and I think it's really important. You know, we hear so much in the Bible that prayer does wonders without prayer. Nothing, nothing would happen. And, you know, that's how we talk to God. So number one, that's the most important thing you can do in any journey, really. But second is to find a church to get involved with. Hebrews 10, Hebrews 10, 25, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Churches with activity, connect groups, etc. are such a good way that God can hand you opportunities right at your feet. They're right in front of you, people. Take that, take it, to so take the opportunities to grow your faith and make new lifelong friends. Um, I've been going to this church for a little over half a year. Um, it's been life-changing. I've gone to activities put on by my church. I've made so many new friends of all ages and backgrounds, but I think my favorite part of all of it is that we all love Jesus and we want to make our brothers and sisters those of Jesus. We are brothers and sisters of Christ. What can be more fruitful than that? I don't know. Step three, I think, is stepping out of your comfort zone. You know, I'm still working on this one heavily, heavily. Emphasis on working on this heavily. Um, it ties into my earlier point to, like, push yourself out there. Um, I have am and have been struggling with stepping out and stepping up in social situations. Uh, I tend to get really nervous because of my age and my experience or lack thereof with socializing. Thank you. 2020 um uh, but i pray and i pray and i pray when i step out of just thinking about how nervous i feel i step into thinking about how much these people around me at church love god and it is much easier these people are all here for one reason and that one reason is to glorify god so i take out the negative thoughts i put them aside and i step into shining a light for him and i just get so much more joy out of the situation i've made friends i've joined groups i'm even going on a missions trip out of the country this summer god willing it 2022 year er, no two years ago me i would not be able to say that i wouldn't even be able to fathom that i'm going out of the country my passport is coming in the mail gosh dang it <laughs> um but um i just want to pass this knowledge on to those who are struggling with the same problem however old you are and whatever you've done in your life to step out of your comfort zone um you have to step out and trust in him psalm 27 1 of david the lord is my light and my salvation whom shall i fear the lord is the stronghold of my life whom shall i be afraid i wanted to end it on that verse right there because i love it so much 
I also want to say thank you so much for tuning into my first episode. I hope you learned something, liked something, or even laughed at something. And I hope to see you on the next episode. And remember, Jesus loves you. Bye!